0: Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast.
1: Thanks, Dean. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wisconsin Music Podcast, episode 106. This week, I have Sam of Blame It On Kane. in their press kit. It says, quote, if you have found yourself poking around iTunes lately, you've probably bumped into a litany of highly polished, over compressed auto tuned pop music. Boring. What happened to rock? you wonder. Happily, it's right here in Beertown, USA. Blame it on Kane. Rock done right. The band released their debut album Rhythm Schism in 08, and the album stretched beyond its usual boundaries of local radio and internet play. Their song's Yesterday's Happy was released nationally on a compilation CD from Veracelis Records. Miami Beach was the theme song for an anime web series based on the East Coast. The band was involved on stage with Brian Vader Ark and the Verb Pipe. To sit in on a couple acoustic numbers with the multi-platinum selling artists a refresh sound emerged from the band um, when it went back into the studio to record big down under in 17. the album instantly received positive reviews from critics and fans and the initial printing sold out with little downtime the band went back to writing and in 19 released amp grease the album featured eight newly recorded tunes and explored a number of different textures and their latest album Implied Maturity features nine new eclectic songs from the bluesy Blush which we'll hear later on to the reflective Summer Hill and from the gritty Drive Up to the delicate Love Not Change. The album is a departure from previous releases as this band's first all acoustic effort. Available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Bandcamp, Pandora and other streaming services. So let's get right into the interview with Sam Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week we have Sam from the group Blame It On Cain. Uh, so, welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you here. I like to kind of get your music origin story to start off with. How did you get started in music? Was it when you were a kid? Was it, you know, someone inspired you from a family member or, you know, fr- friends or something like that? So, just kind of give us the synopsis of how you got into music.
0: Sure. Yeah, I mean, for me it was just uh, I would just love to sing my entire life. So, uh, you know, you could hear me putting on concerts while I was doing the dishes and <laughs> various chores around the house and you know, choirs growing up and then uh, you know, eventually uh morphing into uh to rock bands. Okay. So,
1: yeah. And um is there anybody in your family that's musically um inclined or is it i I mean my mom always sang around the house i mean
0: when i was young we didn't have a tv so my mom would just play records all day long you know so i grew up on uh 70s album rock you know the journeys and kansas and super tramp and kind of all that kind of stuff so gotcha um just learned to sing from hearing uh all these different voices
1: nice nice um you, you talked about singing. Um, did you learn any instruments as well, or I've tried. Like,
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I play a little guitar, a little bit, like enough to like. I mean, I know basic chords, so I can, you know, I can write kind of a very basic song and and bring it to the band and be like, here, like,
2: <laughs> yeah, make
0: this make this good. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Thing. Um, but I, I I don't play at all. I mean, I try f- a little bit.
1: Okay, is Blame It On King your first? group or have you been in multiple groups before that you know kind of give us um a little yeah bit of that history
0: sure so when i is my first uh, original group um really the only original group i've really been in um i did cover bands for a long time i used to own my own karaoke business way back in the day um and then did the cover band thing um and then just happened to uh looking for something different and uh answered a an ad that was out on Milwaukee um, Rocks back in the day I remember and, that uh, yeah. yeah and uh you know I found uh Rich and, and Steve and they looking for a singer and we just formed this uh original band and just decided, decided to do all originals I mean we throw some covers into the sets and stuff but you know uh just focus on writing songs which was just cool and exciting and
1: um and just loved it you know so uh, speaking of Milwaukee Rocks, that's back in like the early 2000s, late 90s. So when yeah. when did this group kind of get together?
0: Well, we got, actually got together like 2007, 2006, okay. 2007 originally. Um, put out our first album, Rhythm Schism, back in 2008. Um, ended up splitting up in 2009. Um, got back together in 2014, 2015. Um, and been at it since, put out a three three records since then, and still going strong.
1: Nice. So, you're playing, you're singing, obviously. Um, yep. you mentioned the other guys in the groups. Uh, what do they play?
0: Sure. So, we've got Steve Dragonchuck on guitar,
1: and we have uh,
0: Rich Segert on the drums. So, we're all three of us are original, and then we have a new bass player. Uh, his name is Kevin. I really should have practiced his last name, um, (laughs) so I won't even say it. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Kevin. Um, Kevin just joined us uh, here at the end of recording this last record. He actually we actually got him on a couple of the new songs. Um, So it's been awesome.
1: Nice. So kind of give us like where you guys kind of venture perform. Is it mostly bars or are you like festivals? Kind of like where can people go and see you play when you're out there doing your thing?
0: Yeah, we're generally uh play in the southeastern Milwaukee region, but we also do like the um um there's a festival up in I can't believe I'm forgetting it, Surgeon Bay uh songwriting festival that we we go up there uh every year that we can. Um, you know, we're trying to get to Madison. We played shows in Chicago, uh, we played Rockford. Um so I mean we'll we'll play anywhere, anywhere that'll have us. So uh trying to get more into the festival circuit. Although it seems a little rough because you know we're originals and not covers. So um, but yeah, we'll play anywhere that'll have us.
1: Gotcha. What are like some of your main places that you frequently perform at? So people can kind of get an idea, like in that area where you're at.
0: Yeah. In Milwaukee, I mean we play Kochansky's uh all the time. Um Andy's been great to us over the years. Uh we'll play the moon room and landmark lanes. Uh, we've got a show coming up on december 16th at quarters rock and roll palace uh in the river west area um a lot of the places we used to play are gone like the bbc's on the east side we used to play there a lot uh, lucky chance over in west dallas that's gone um but yeah kachansky's uh moon room um i think the places like that
1: and kind of speaking of you know you you alluded to it a little bit is that it's hard for you to get into the festival scene, is because you're more of a cover band in Wisconsin. What are some of the local scene attitudes that you observed positives and some of the struggles that you've kind of experienced over the years?
0: Yeah, I mean, again, Milwaukee or maybe Wisconsin as a whole is very cover band heavy, right? They love their cover bands. <laughs> so uh, it makes it tough for kind of the small local original bands. Um, it turns out there's a lot of us out there um you we need to find a way to unite and all kind of band together um so you know it's a struggle to to get shows uh a little bit because there's only there's only a handful of venues that have original um original bands um but when you do find a couple of bands that you play with, you start playing with them regularly and then you kind of develop this camaraderie behind uh when we play with the Band h 27 Drop Test, um, um, Dr. Chang are, are some bands that we play with regular, regularly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we just play like there's a festival, Midwest Original Music Festival. We played a couple years ago.
1: Uh, we played that like three years in a row. Um, that was cool to meet some other bands. As we were saying, the, the Wisconsin scene is like you're saying is like cover band heavy. Not that there's anything wrong with cover bands. Right. Um there, right. there's a lot of great cover bands out there. Yep, that's where I started. So I I I am there's no disrespect at all The cover bands. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, you gotta be you gotta have some kind of talent to be able to pull off some of these songs because everybody knows these songs really well. And Absolutely. if if you're not doing it justice, you're you're not gonna be playing out much because people Absolutely. are not gonna be having you back. Absolutely. But on top of that. Being an original band, you've got to kind of push that beyond the scope of that cover band scene. And do you put in covers or are you guys completely original when oh, you yeah. go up on no, stage? We,
0: we, we definitely throw some covers out there. Um, we play uh, Cumbersome by Seven Mirror Three is like a song we play a lot. Uh, we, we've we done Stone Temple Pilots covers for years. Uh, sometimes we'll end our shows with like uh, Won't Get Fooled Again by The Who, Um so yeah, we, we always throw a couple of covers in there because, and I think everybody should. You
1: know? Yeah,
0: it's just, uh, it's just not the focus.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and I think national touring acts, well-known acts, do the same thing for you guys. Sure. You're pulling from, you know, where you're coming from, and kind of encompasses the type of music you have. Absolutely. And speaking of the type of music you guys, let's talk a little bit about this newest album that you guys have, implied maturity. So, kind of give us the listeners a synopsis of like how your thought process was for this album, Mm -hmm. how it got started, where, where you guys recorded, was it like DIY or did you go to a studio, you know, and if it went to the studio kind of give us that experience as well, you know, and just kind of take them on a journey from the beginning to end for this thing.
0: Sure. Yeah. So we always uh, record at uh, cherry pit studios with Eric LeBros. Okay. Um, He's amazing. Phenomenal. Uh, I just can't even imagine working with other people after we've had a couple of bad experiences back in the day with some other studios and other producers that just went horribly um met Eric before we did our big down under album actually for the big down under album we had already recorded four songs at another studio again not really happy with it found Eric redid everything was amazing um he's located in um, in Menominee Falls uh, okay. Wisconsin so uh shout out to Eric for sure um so this last album, our our two, our albums, we're, we're kind of a riff rock based, you know, band. That's kind of our sound, uh, catchy choruses and guitar solos and stuff like that. Uh, when it came for implied maturity in the new album, we were just like, we want to do an acoustic album, like an acoustic rock record. I, I don't know why we just, that's what we wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> so something a little different uh, yeah so we tried something different i mean we still got solos we still got catchy songs it's still catchy um but uh we did sneak an electric guitar into one song set you free which is probably my favorite on the album um but yeah it was just uh let's just do something acoustic just to do something different um and every song we kind of tackle things from like, like a songwriting perspective do things a little differently is a lot of times, either either Rich, our drummer, will he likes to write on his own. Sometimes, so he'll bring in songs. But other than otherwise, we'll just sit in a room and we'll come up. We'll just say, uh, "We need a song in in B." Start okay. playing something. <laughs> Actually, this how the song you mentioned before, "Never Out, Never Be Outshined" from Ampere's. That, that was a uh, we need a song in B. Uh, okay, and then Steve just starts kind of playing something along, and drum will start doing something. The bass will start doing something, and we just kind of work out a structure, and it's it's pretty spontaneous. It's it's actually a lot of fun, and kind of blows our mind sometimes uh, that we can come up with something with literally with no preconceived notion
1: of what we're going to do, and then it turns out to be uh, you know a pretty cool song. And was everything pre-produced before you went in the studio, or was it like half? before you went in and the other half was when you were in the studio.
0: Yeah. So we, I mean, we'll write, write the complete songs, have the arrangements ready to go when we get in the studio. uh, And then we'll record them. And then as Eric listens to them, he will put his touches on and be like, Hey, you know what? Let's add something here. Let's add some, um, some background vocals here. You know, let's add a little overdub over here. Um, Which a lot of times those uh, there's like the chef's kiss. Like he'll just put an extra, overdub or something on it you know have steve play something it's kind of cool because we kind of record separately we record scratch all together but then you know guitars will come in and our drums will record the guitar will do his thing the bassists will you know do their thing and then i'll come in at the end for vocals so i'll come in at the end when everything's there's already kind of a pre-mix of everyone and i'll hear things that i never knew we are going to be on a song <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's often awesome like when i'm in the vocal booth like i'm hearing it for the first time and some of like the first takes of a song i'll just i'll lose my track where i'm doing because i'm just listening and it's like oh that's awesome all oh, that was cool <laughs> like, it's it's pretty fun
1: nice nice yeah um so you talked about you, the first four songs you did at a different studio and then you redid them with eric what mm-hmm. with without you know name calling or whatever yeah, yeah. you know what were the differences that you really saw or heard between the two places?
0: Sure. the The first place it was just a one of those situations where, again, um, nice setup, um, basically just hit a record button, said go, kind of a thing. Gotcha. And, and kind of a uh, uh, just it was more of a scratch uh, thing, and then trying to mix it. It just it just wasn't a quality. There wasn't a quality sense of quality at all to it. You know. Um, and, and we're not professionals, you know, we're trying to, we're trying our best. I think we write really good songs, but, you know, again, we're not professional musicians. So, uh, feedback helps. And, um, so going, you know, when we work with Eric immediately, he's got a structure of how he records, this is how we're doing it. And he put, he's like. He will not release crap. Like he's like, I'm going to push mm-hmm. out quality. So I'm going to make you sing that line a hundred times. If you can't get it on pitch, you're going to keep singing it to I mean, <laughs> like he pushed us. Like, yeah, you know, all those things you hear about, you know, singers in uh you know in the booth singing over and over, like, well, that actually happened. That happens every time because I'm not always on pitch. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so the just the way that he pushed us um just made us a million times better and then again on his ideas on production it wasn't just hitting recording in a room saying go and then saying hey okay there you're done totally night and day difference
1: gotcha yeah so it's it's nice to have somebody like that that can feel confident and comfortable around you enough to go listen this is what i'm hearing you know take it or leave it but i'm you know like you said he doesn't want to release crap i understand that completely and yeah. it's kind of the same way i don't want you know, a band to feel crappy, you know, a month down the road when they listen back and go, oh, I wish I would have done this, this, or this differently. Exactly. Right.
0: But it really helped us up our game. I mean, really, because now, I mean, when we're writing songs too, I mean, when we go in, we try to make sure we have our stuff down. It's like, oh, Eric's (laughs) going to say something about this or he's going to say
1: something about
0: that. Right. (laughs) uh, We want to make sure we got our stuff ready. So it's cool. It's, 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 we, we love being pushed that way. You know, it just makes us, makes us better.
1: Cool. Um, I usually put like three songs on the podcast so listeners can kind of get a taste of what this, you know, sounds like we can pull from just the last album, or if you want to pull from previous albums as well, and it's up to you exactly which songs you want. And if you want to talk about each one a little bit or just, you know,
0: yeah, we can do a little anecdotes. Okay. Um, you want me to give you the three?
1: Yeah. Why don't you like say the first one and then kind of talk about it or talk about it and then you know just go one two three and then i can do some post-production stuff on it okay uh
0: the first song is uh blush uh parentheses catfish blues okay uh this is off the new record this is a uh a blues we decided we want to do a bluesy tune and it's uh about online dating um you hear stories about people getting catfished and falling for stuff right this is not a true story it's not a true story, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of funny, uh, and it's got a it's got a nice blues. It's just it's just a really fun song. Set you free. This is also from the new album. This is the um, one that um said it had electric guitar on it, right? Yes. Gotcha. So this one has a uh kind of a big, a big rock finish. So again, it's an acoustic song. This is a song about uh a lot of the songs I write are about relationships. And this is a song about the relationship where, you know, someone else has all the feelings, you don't have the feelings, and you have to. <laughs> you have to let them go yeah you know, it's better for everybody like you know it's 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 nothing that they did you know um something that they said it's just you know you're not feeling it kind of a thing um but it's just musically um it's got this up and down and um and then a really powerful ending so it's that's why it's my favorite
2: You love me
1: put one more on
0: yeah the other one i would say i would say never be outshined okay uh, from amp grease uh, it's not one of our our hits but it's a really cool song it's a tribute to all of the singers from the 90s who are no longer with us so it's a direct tribute to uh lane staley chris cornell um scott wayland um uh chester bennington so, I mean, lyrically, it's just a song about you know all the things that they've done for us as listeners, you know, like you know how many people they've saved, yeah. you know, but they couldn't save themselves, kind of thing. And then, kind of the the end is kind of taking lyrics from all of their songs and putting them together in a in a bridge form. So nice makes sense, but it literally just is lyrics. So if you know the bands, you know the songs, you'll know every lyric exactly at the end so it's just a it's just a really really cool tribute and it's different than some of the other stuff that we that we've done
1: One thing I didn't ask you is where did the name come from?
0: Um, so uh if you ever search blame it on cane, you're going to come up with an Elvis Costello song. Okay. It's the name of an Elvis Costello song. Um, really, the story is it's nothing that we thought of. Um, I just joined the band and we're looking at each other, whatever. Steve goes to Rich. He says, Hey, what's our name? And Rich replies, Blame it on Cain, and that's it. Like that's just, and, and me and Rich, I'm, I'm the new guy. So I'm just like, okay, okay. whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be here. Right. Right. <laughs> and then, and Steve's like, okay, whatever. So, um, it's, that's how we got our name. Okay. I don't know why, why Rich picked it, but. <laughs>
1: okay. <like. laughs> Maybe he likes a song or it yeah. just happened to, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, scrolling down, I'm just looking at my questions here. Mm-hmm. Um, work-life balance do you guys find it difficult to get together and rehearse and um, perform with um, life getting in the way or is there a good balance for you
0: Uh, i mean we make sure we have a good balance i mean again we're all guys in our 40s uh you know we're just uh this is a hobby our creative outlet right right uh we all have families families come first so um there will be times where somebody has to cancel a week you know something comes up with the kids it's like okay no big deal either the rest of us get together or we'll just, ah, we'll just skip it and go to next week so right right um yeah no family comes first and we're able to and when we when we are booking shows ten, ten, generally we book shows spring summer and fall and then we write in, in the winter it's kind of our our schedule um but um when we if we do typically we'll do like one show a month you know unless Something happens, but right, right. Um, that's kind of the goal to keep the balance,
1: like you said. Good, good. Um, gigs have made an impression on you, so either or you can talk about both sides either, either, um, as a performer, an audience member, or both.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, as for, um, uh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, they're so many memorable shows as an attendee that I've been to yeah. I mean whether it be the first rock concert I ever went to was Def Leppard in the round and on the Adrenalized tour um or seeing you know Pearl Jam a million times or seeing Guns N' Roses for the first time you know stuff like that really yeah. has an impression on me for sure um as far as you know shows that we've done we did a show in Ohio at a fe- or at a yeah, at a festival in Ohio back in like 2008 and there were some some pretty decent sized names on the bill and it was just really cool to play one a festival show because we hadn't really done that at that uh up until that point yeah um but just to be on a bill with like 10 amazing bands from across the country um was really really cool really cool um
1: so i mean that one's left a pretty big impression on us nice yeah, those gigs like that, you just like you will never forget and you and it kind of pushes you to another level because you know, mm-hmm. you don't wanna screw that up at all. Right.
0: <laughs> right, right. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, what's on your playlist right now? Who are you listening to? They could be local, national touring, you know, kind of give us a, a little idea when you're listening to music, what are you listening to?
0: Sure. Um as far as Wisconsin bands, uh, I'm a big Sunspot fan, if you know so Sunspot out of Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, love those guys. I've known them for 20-some years. Um, naturally, I'm a huge uh, Seven Mary Three fan. I'm okay. Huge Candlebox fan. Awesome. Oh, uh, nice. Candlebox. Uh, the stuff that they put out, even their... You know, a lot of people don't know that these bands still put out music, mm-hmm. and, and it's just unbelievable. Uh, Kevin Martin can still sing anything in the world so, right um so those are probably the two things that I listen to the most um you know there's a new ugly Kid Joe album which I'm ready ready to dig into um so yeah nice stuff like that
1: is there anything I haven't asked you yet that you want to talk about uh Not that I can think of uh, specifically. Okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so, um, if people want to go and listen to your music, obviously they can go to s- most streaming sites. Um, what do you have a website? Do you have um, social media that people can check out?
0: Uh, main main place to find us is Facebook. Uh, as far as streaming the music, I mean Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. I mean, right. We're on We're on all the streaming services, of course. Uh, there are some YouTube videos floating around, but I don't, we don't have a YouTube page. Um, we have some lyric videos out there. Um, some really old uh, footage of us. I think live shows from back into like two thousand and eight or still are floating around. Um, but yeah, Facebook, especially if you want to reach us, Facebook, um just message us on the page. and that's the one that we keep updated all the time.
1: okay. Do you guys have um a bandcamp page where they can buy yep. their buy your music? Yeah, yep.
0: absolutely yeah, Bandcamp. camp, um com slash Blame It on Kane. Yeah,
1: that sounds it about
0: right. Yeah. yeah, so absolutely.
1: And um, do you guys have any merch?
0: We, we don't have any merch these days. We yeah. need to get back on that. Usually, I mean, we have, like, at the shows, we'll have physical CDs. We may have some T-shirts left. We had some T-shirts left, like, left over from the last album um, released, but we haven't had any made yet. But we always have them live. We never put them online for some okay. reason. <laughs>
1: okay. All right, Sam. Um, I think that's all I have for you. It was a pleasure meeting you, hearing about you know your growth from you know when you first started out from being owning a karaoke to playing in a an original band, playing some great music. Um, it was it was great talking with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for the time. And yeah, I love that you're doing this, and you know, hopefully, it continues to bring the you know Wisconsin music community
1: together, and uh you know, keep it growing. Yeah. Thank you keep spreading the word and I'll, and I'll keep pushing as many as I can out there as much as I can. Awesome, man. Thanks, Sam. Thank you so much, man. Have a great night. All right. See ya. All right. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sam from blame it on Kane. A lot of great information. It's just great. Learning all these great musicians out here in Wisconsin, learning their history, learning why they love what they do with music here in Wisconsin. And just a plethora of information that we just continue to get from these great, great people here. I'd like to continue to thank Fox City's Indie Radio for um, broadcasting the episodes here of the Wisconsin Music Podcast every Thursday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 3 p.m. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you so much for doing that, Fox City Indie Radio. So go out and... Enjoy the weather this summer. Go see live music, hear live music, support live music here in Wisconsin, and let's keep this music in Wisconsin amplified. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll see you again next time. Thanks.